Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. I think for me, I was watching Are You the One? Mm-hmm. And they were like, I don't know, it doesn't matter. But there's a character, Nor, was making fun of another character, Paige, for having a long neck. And I remember that being like a thing that you'd make fun of people for and like. For having a long neck? Yeah, in like middle school and stuff like that. But I don't get it. Long necks are sexy, bro. Are they? I mean, I, I guess so. that's something I don't necessarily pay attention to. I think because if you got a long neck, you're probably tall. Uh, but what if you shorten? You got a long neck. That's crazy. <laughs> like that's a it, crazy body proportion. It is, or like you have long legs because you don't have to be tall to have long legs. But I like long legs. I mean, I do like long legs too, especially if like you're not tall and you have long legs. Not like disproportionate. But, I don't know but you like mean, you're, like, you got legs. You got legs. You got legs. You got legs. Uh, I, I, I fucks with that. But, yeah. but a long neck, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it is. I don't know. A long neck can look weird. The only reason why it bothered me is because Nora was like, "You tall ass bitch," and I was like, "That's not an insult. Like that's such a weird thing. Like you tall ass lanky ass bitch," and I was like, "You're just saying you're just saying things that are wins." That you a tall ass lanky bitch. Oh, I mean, you can be too tall wins. and too lanky. Nah, man, she's perfect, bro. Paige is perfect. Oh, Paige who? I'll like the you. wrestler? No, she's no. I I've seen her in person. She was on Are You the One? Oh, uh, she was on our show. Paige the wrestler? Mm-hmm. The British girl. She Paige. was which show? She was on the Wokest? What just happened? Oh, okay, okay, okay. She was a guest. She's a guest on the last episode. Uh, that's dope. No though, no for you. No, for me, everyone was fun. Everyone was all over her. Everyone was like, "Oh, she's so hot." I get it. She looks like a vampire, bro. She's, she's very so white. pale. She's very white. She's so pale, bro. Yeah. Now this is Paige. This is Paige right here. I like how the episode is just starting off with us lusting. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I like Paige. Hey, listen, both pages. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of the other page. I mean, look, her, and then have I showed you? You wouldn't turn it down, though. Huh? I mean, you would turn it down because you're in a relationship. But if you were single. Well, Jaquiz, I think you just reveal something about yourself. Uh, well, no, no, no. I, <laughs> the way I, you said that, you wouldn't turn it down though, with such force. I was like, what? But if you're single, you and I would turn it down as well. That's why I said, like, of course you would turn it down. <laughs> okay. But we're having hypothetical conversations right now. All right? Uh, we having I would turn it down. Even if I was single, I would turn it down. I don't, I'm not out there in them seats. I've never had a one-night stand. Uh, hey, well, she said you can fuck twice. <laughs> this nigga's uh, tripping. What if? What if? Uh, do you, do you and Anna have like a celebrity list? Nah, uh, no. I, she just knows that people I have a celebrity crush on. Do you guys have a celebrity list? We don't. And I, I, I guess, I guess a bigger question isn't so much does she know if you have a celebrity list, but would she get mad? If a celebrity who she even perceives as like, damn, I can't believe this She happened. has said she wouldn't care. I think that's bullshit. Here's why I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit, too. Here's why I think it's bullshit. Yeah. Is I was on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We were sitting next to each other, and I was on Instagram. And you know like how Instagram, 
you like pull it down to refresh like a new feed. Mm-hmm. I did such. Mm-hmm. And a girl appeared at the top. And it was a girl with her arms crossed over her breast. Mm-hmm. No bra, nothing. And that was the picture. Well, of course, I'm sitting next to Anna. I didn't like the picture because I'm a, an intelligent man. Right. But Anna said, is this what you follow on Instagram? I don't uh, know this woman at all. Come on, Anna. And I was like, I don't know. And then like went, like took my phone and started scrolling down my feed. Damn. See, that's still new shit. Uh, even how long y'all been together? Less than two, right? Or about two? Uh, yeah, two, okay. two this August. All right, yeah, that's still new shit. Uh, I would be damned if Jess be like, let me look down you. Be like, girl, you better get the get, get out of here. Well, I don't know, uh, I, don't I don't know, know from personal experience with you. I mean, I remember that we had to. Uh, I mean, we gonna <laughs> we'll mark this. Uh, I remember that we had to sh- shut some shit down. <laughs> but that was a few years ago. We were still on that new shit. I've been dating for ten years. Hey, it takes after ten for y'all not to be on new shit no more. <laughs> That's when you finally not on that new shit. Uh, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Culture Kings here. Jackie's in the room, Edgar in the room, and of course, no one else. It's just us today. We're doing something crazy. We're doing something special. It is right now, July 20th, when we are recording this specific part of the episode. We're going to record up to the break, and then when we come back from the break, everything you hear is going to be recorded a week later. Until uh, this day. Day, I don't understand why you because, explain these things in because such I like, detail. But with this one, I think it's cool. It's cool. I think it's cool because it's date, like it's it's the dates and like sometimes yeah, and sure. we were, sometimes you'd be like, well, and we're recording at this decibel. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's uh, we are on forty six on the decibel. Uh, Edgar is going to talk loud. Edgar, hello, hello, yeah, hello. He's going up to about six or seven. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think this is actually cool because I want people to know that we are going away and having time with what we're gonna do. Uh, here's what we're going to do, guys. I hit up Edgar. I was like, Edgar, I know there's a musician that you like, that you mm-hmm. listen to. Mm-hmm. No hip-hop. No, no hip-hop. hip-hop or hip-hop adjacent. No hip-hop adjacent. was a rule. No hip-hop, yeah. no hip-hop adjacent. Uh, that you listen to that p- people probably like clown you for or you don't like a lot of people don't listen to, but you well, like You can give me that stupid. All right, the latter. I didn't know about the clown thing, but yeah. I mean, well, I'm just saying that's probably, yes. that's probably, that could be an option. I was like, I want you to make me a 12-track playlist of that artist, and I will do well, the same for you. Yes. Well, I originally said 18, but you mm-hmm. balked at that. I did. I said, uh, even though, making- even though, <laughs> like you like to listen to long as albums, I do. But uh, I was like, I don't. I'd rather just send you that album. That's what I'll say. I was like, I'm, I'm giving you selects. Well, yeah, I'm giving. You, we're gonna give each other a playlist of selects. Now, for mine, and we, and I don't know which artist you chose you don't know which i you don't know which artist i chose either. that's correct all right and we're revealing it to each other for the first time for now. the first time right now and we're revealing it to the first time now at 4 p.m saturday <laughs> on july on- 20th in our studios at the iheart radio studio uh and we're gonna listen to it and then we're gonna come back next week and let each other know what we thought like let people like did we like it did we yeah. not like it we could be real too yes. we could be real did we not like it? Did it make us appreciate this artist? Because what we're doing is we're giving you, in our opinion, we're giving each other, in our opinion, the 12 tracks that probably could convert you. 
essentially. Or not even convert you. We were like, oh, Listen, they like, make good shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited for this. I, it's I'm probably, excited for this. I like this idea a lot. I don't. I was like, this is a good Jaquise idea. You know, sometimes you have these big swings, and I, and I, you know, but this is a, this is a I good Jaquise big swing. I mean, all my big swings are great. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes your big swings turn into forty minutes of us arguing about a basketball play. <laughs> hey, man! But that's what we do. We would do that without a big swing. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we do that regardless. Uh, all right. So let's talk a little bit now. I. I before you, before we let each other know which artists, let's talk about the background a little bit. You no, know, no, no. Let's, what other up. art? What other artists could be on the list? You know what? That's interesting because the moment you said this, I put this artist the first thing. Okay, that was the first thing. Now, I'm I not have, say I have just one too. While I was going through it, I was just like, "Here's someone else who could be on this list." On that list, someone else was LCD Sound System. Mm. I had a feeling that you didn't listen to a lot of their music, and I, I, I didn't. And I was like. I, 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 I was like, here's what I thought. First thought that came to my mind was like, I don't want to introduce someone to Jaquise and offend him and have you be like, I knew of this person. Why would you do that? So I was just like, let me make sure I go to like, you know, as you know, Jaquise. You know the person that I, like, it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you very well. Uh, uh, But I'm a very eclectic person in my music taste. Mm -hmm. And I don't say that in like a bracket. It's just true. Like, if you're riding in my car, the chances that you know what is going to play on the radio are so slim. Because now that I have my Bluetooth capable, I'm playing everything. Like, I listen to so, like, you know, Pank at the Disco, I fuck with. Biggie, like, it's all over. Mm -hmm. I'm all over the fucking place. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I want to make sure I pick something for Jaquise that he's not going to expect me picking. So when I was picking the person that I picked, LCD came up. I was like, LCD, but I was like, "Mm, I can see Jaquise guessing LCD and being like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Also, uh, who else came up? Oh, Anna thought that I was going to pick James Blake. But I was like, that's too obvious. Mm-hmm. James Blake is too obvious. You would assume that. And Bon Iver came to mind too, but I was like, that's too obvious. So this person that I picked, those are three people that could have been on the list, but I felt like they were too obvious of picks. Does that make sense? That makes sense, which is so funny because mine is an obvious pick. Uh, like I wanted to really surprise you. I, 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 so I, I love that. I love that you wanted to really surprise me. I didn't necessarily want to surprise you. I wanted to take an obvious pick and say... This is why I like them. Oh, man. Now I know who this person is. Sorry. Oh, God. You know what? When you text me, I was like, oh, this is such a fun, interesting idea. Now I see what this is really about. <laughs> now not. I see what it's the not. plan was all along. And this because this person wasn't the first. Tracks. This person wasn't the so first name one. some other people that could have been on the list. Uh... <laughs> Maroon 5 was one. Well, I listened to Maroon 5, so See, that's like... See, I thought you did not, which I do. is why I was like, they're a little too popular. I Well, I only like one, because you know I'm an albums guy. Yeah. So I like that album. That, that song's uh, about James. Yeah, I like that album. I'm an album guy. I was going to give Kenny Loggins as a... That album. is actually one that I also listened to. Okay. Because of that show I told you to watch, Yacht right, Rock. Right, Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock. And I thought like that popped in my head, and I was like, maybe he doesn't listen to it, but I think he would like this because he likes Yacht Rock. Yeah. So that's I why do. I didn't go with Kenny Long. Yeah, I like Yacht right? Rock. That is, I mean, yeah. Right. You gotta watch, uh, everyone should watch Yacht Rock, by the way. It is so good. Yeah. And then I was like, so now I'm racking my brain. I'm like, all right, who else could I fucking give this dude? And like, I literally couldn't think of anyone 
Well, I was like, well, maybe he he will appreciate this. So I was like, well, let me just go with the obvious. Sure. And, that makes sense. And, yeah. Can I say it? Uh, go ahead and say it. Is it Jason Moraes? It is Jason Moraes. Of course. It is Jason Moraes. <laughs> but he was not the first option. No, of course. You went he, through a bunch of things. I went through a bunch of things. I was like, this isn't, this isn't in the spirit of what I want it to be. And I know Jason Moraes. Now, is. I like that we both thought white people. We were just like, yeah. oh, let's get some white people. <laughs> let's get some white people in here. Yeah. Because we're both like, but... I mean, interestingly enough, the group that I pick, I picked a group because you oh, know me, I'm a group, group guy. I okay. like bands as well. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm an album guy. I'm a group guy. I'm an everything guy. Uh-huh. Um, this group that I picked is someone that I know you've never heard of. I'm almost positive of it. And if you say you heard of them, I know you're lying. Okay. The group called Metronomy. No. So, uh, 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 but yeah, go ahead. I mean, oh, another one. Uh, here's one that I was gonna. I forgot about this one. I almost like picked this one. I even started writing down tracks, and I don't know why I didn't. I, I just, I think I started. Once I was like Jason Mraz, I was like, I actually liked that one. I could go twelve tracks without going through their yeah. album. Yeah. Uh, going through his albums, uh, but I was gonna go with the Temper Trap. I've never heard of them. They've made the song uh, Sweet Disposition. Oh, those commercial. I call them the commercial niggas. Yeah, the commercial niggas. Because all yeah. their song, because their other track was also. Uh, in the, Love Lost too. Yeah, but. Their other track and that's what made me listen to them. And in a commercial. Yeah. Their first two albums are actually really fucking good. Okay. Uh, but I had to go. But they also have two more albums after that that I've never listened to. So you'd have to listen to So I'd have to listen to those that's albums. That's why I said 18 is a lot. Well, for me, Jason Mraz wouldn't have been a lot for no, 18. No, no. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for 12, we, we got, who who did, oh, you already told me. Metronome? So, metronomy. Metronomy. Or some people call them metronomy, uh, <laughs> if you're from England, because they're from England. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, I don't even know how to describe their music, because I think it's kind of poppy, but it's not poppy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, let me... So yeah, they uh, uh, they're described as an, an English electronic music group formed in 1999, uh, started by this guy Joseph Mount. They're very very fun. Okay, mm-hmm. it's like indie pop. Very very fun. The lyrics are very poppy, but the instrumentation is interesting. We're gonna tell the audience what our twelve are. So if they want to stop. And listen to these songs before they listen to the rest of the episode. They can. Maybe they don't want to. Who knows? I don't or we can just, do. Why don't we just publish our list on Twitter? We will. Um, but uh, no, they're like, they're, they're very poppy. But they're not. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it. Because their lyrics are so. Don't talk to you. Their lyrics are so poppy. How old is their band? Like They've been when around they started for a while. making music. 99. Okay. 99. Okay. But like their first album was like in 2006. Oh, wow. Like their first. Their first like mainstream album. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Here's. I got you with Jason Mraz. Mm-hmm. Here's the 12 track list that I'm going to give you uh, Freedom Song, Butterfly, mm-hmm. Live High, mm-hmm. Did You Get My Message, Clock Watching. I won't give up the demo version, which is better than the one that he dropped as a single. A song called Five Six. A song called Hello, You Beautiful Thing. Shine. Love Someone. A Beautiful Mess. And Plain. On this track, there are no singles. I'm like, well, I won't give up as a single, but I dropped the one that, I put the one on the list that was a bonus track. Sure. Because uh, I think it's way better. 
So no singles on this list. It's all tracks that were just on his CD, devoid of the shit that he released to okay. the general public. But that's the 12 from a multitude of his albums going all the way back to his first, all the way to... Actually, there's no tracks on here from his latest album. Interesting. No tracks on here from his latest album. It's uh, the same kind of with Metronomy. Uh, it's just for their first four albums. Uh, I guess technically there are singles on here. The only reason why I struggle with saying that is because these singles would have never played on American radio. I, and I probably wouldn't have heard them. No. So you got Black Eye Burnt Thumb, mm-hmm. One String Strung, mm-hmm. The End of You Two, Heartbreaker, A Thing for Me, On Dance Floors, The Look, Trouble, The Bay, I'm Aquarius, Love Letters, and Never Wanted. We got a week to listen to these. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested if I'm going to, I want to know if I'm going to listen to and then be like, damn, I want to listen to that again or add some shit to my playlist. Maybe. Especially if it's one of the songs on there that I think it, I mean, it sounds just like it. Yeah, I mean, it could and be. And it could be because, you know, sometimes artists, they make songs like a couple years in advance and then, and then, and then don't then put them on onto the album, the album yeah. like until it comes out. Yeah. Uh, and if that's the case, I do love that song, which means I would probably really like this this, uh, this I'm band. interested to see. I mean, it was definitely a big swing for me, so we'll see. I like it. And this isn't, I mean, this is a kind of a big, because if it was somebody who I know you didn't know, for me, it wouldn't be a big swing. It'd yeah. just be like, all right, let's see if he likes it. But this is somebody I like, so I think this is a big swing for me. I'm not gonna care if you don't like him, but I'm interested. I'm more interested if you'll like this than if we'll it's see. somebody who I just randomly yeah. picked. Yeah, we'll see when we come back. We're gonna be a week older if we didn't die. Always a chance we could die. What if we did? What if one of us died? In this next week. And then I don't have to listen to Jason Mraz. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes me even more excited that you're about to listen to it. If one of us, let's make a pact right now. If one of us die, we still release this part of the episode. We still release this part of the episode. That's the yeah. pact. Even if one of us die, we still going to release this part of the we episode. We still release this part of the episode. It'll be like that, uh, that, that Shazam video that just came out on Twitter when the dude won the Shazam. And then at the end, did you not see that? No. You didn't see that shit? Everyone's been talking about that. I didn't see it. You got to send it to me. Send it to All me. All right. I, I'll send From it to you. From Beat Shazam, right? Beat the, beat. Beat, beat the Shazam or yeah. some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be like that. I'll send it to you if I can find it because at this point it's a few days old, which means it's very hard to find. Oh, yeah. But I'll send that to you. We'll be back after the break. It is very appropriate that we took a real break we took a two-week break <laughs> yeah i was gonna say uh you are you are very uh, uh uh akin to over explaining things yeah but i feel like this episode yeah needs the heavy-handed jakee's explanation well here it is guys here it is the first part that you just heard was recorded two weeks ago two now, weeks right? ago yep we thought we were going to come back the next week, but mm-hmm. shit happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, schedules didn't align. So we are back, ladies and gentlemen, from break. We are two weeks older. We did not die. No. I listened to, what is it again? Metro, metrimony? Metro, metronomy. metronomy. I know that you knew it right because I, I watched you work on it before. Uh, but I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that You're quick. not that old Metronomy <laughs> Metronomy You'd be surprised dude uh, You feel are, are you starting to feel The shit slipping Yeah What, what specifically Like I all right, Brain uh, maybe But what else Pain Pain Okay Pain more than 
I feel like it should be. Because you're playing baseball. Yeah, but... And then do you feel it like after the game you just go, ooh? Uh, the last two games I pitched, like last week I pitched five innings. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot. Mm-hmm. Like that's a game. Like yeah. starting pitchers pitch that shit, yeah. dude. And it's the most I've ever pitched. The most I ever pitched before that was maybe three. Mm-hmm. Maybe four. Mm-hmm. And I pitched good for four innings, dude. Okay, all right. That fifth inning was fucking trash. Like, and I thought like, oh yeah, man, I got it. Like, mm-hmm. my I feel my arm, but I don't feel bad. I couldn't throw a straight fucking ball to save my life. And I hurt for a week after that. Mm-hmm. And my hamstring was hurting. Just because you always stepping forward with your shit. Uh, my fucking you got back of, was hurt. You got hurting. a crow hop? What's that? I don't oh, like the little jump? Yeah. Nah. Uh, I should, though. It might give me more velocity. But yeah, dude. Uh, it fucking... It's, it's a shame that my body hurt for five days. I understand that. I, uh, I it, 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 it hit me when I realized that I, uh, I sit down now. During like Harold practice and stuff, like I'll mm-hmm. pull up like oh, every yeah. time they start giving notes, I just pull up a chair and I yeah. sit down. I'm not standing up. Everybody else is standing, and I'm sitting down. I do that shit all the time, bro. bro. I'll be the first person to grab a seat. <laughs> like, and he's like, hey, let's go. As soon as, as, as soon even as when they start explaining shit, yeah, I, I even sit, sit down, down and be like, yeah. all right, bro, what are we doing? I can't stand anymore. <laughs> that shit, yo. It, it, for people improv, niggas be standing. I be as a coach, I even tell people, sit down, man. Yeah. Y'all making me uncomfortable. <laughs> uncomfortable, absolutely. Like y'all been standing for ninety minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand, man. I it's, can't stand anymore. It's insane. What's dude. happening to me? I just need to clean up the diet. I mean, I'm back in the gym. I feel the, I feel the changes. I'm losing go. the weight. I just go. need to change up the diet. That's what it is. I need to get the gym more. If I if, if these past four months I would have been going to the gym, you'd be you'd be I'd fantastic. Be like jacked. If I didn't get that job, I'd be I'd be jacked as fuck. I mean, let's get jacked for fall. Uh, we we gonna start jacked up fall. Well, then, do you want to take this promise with me? Yeah, because I I know Anna's not gonna want to do it. My my thing is, I want to be able to take a Christmas card shirtless. Okay, I'm down so for that. So me and you do a Christmas card together. Let's do it. All right, all right, let's that's, do it. That's our goal. That's that our body me, goal. That gives me that gives me something to work toward. Exactly. All right, bet. But you want to be you're gonna be comfortable being shirtless. Oh yeah. All right, bet. <laughs> and that'll be that's gonna be our Christmas yeah, card. We'll we'll make that as a Christmas card and we'll send it out. Oh, to people. we're gonna send it to people for, yeah. for real. I'm yeah, we'll Christmas send it out friends. to people. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We'll send it to fans too. Five dollars yeah, a pop. Five, <laughs> I did not say that. If you DM us or your address, we'll just send it. <laughs> I guess I'll ask for a Venmo. <laughs> All DMs are coming to but you. But this episode that is uh, has already been derailed for three weeks. We're not going to continue to derail it. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, we're uh, so we, we exchanged we, playlists. Yeah, we exchanged playlists. Uh, I gave you twelve tracks of Jason Mraz. You Eleven, gave me- actually. Did I only give you 11? Well, you gave me one track twice, but this is not, oh. we're not talking Mraz yet. Okay. We're not talking Mraz yet, so. Yes, 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 yes. You gave me 12 of Metronomy. That's correct. Uh, let's talk about it, dude. Let's wow. talk about it. Now, I had never heard, I, I did do a little investigating, and these dudes did, the, this group did not make that song I was talking about. Okay. Uh, from MLB, yeah. uh, MVP Baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it had a little bit of a similar vibe to it. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you something. Please. I want to ask you something. What do you like about Metronomy? Uh, I think I tried to explain it a little bit last time. Uh, I think I enjoy how big a swing a lot of their music is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think 
they are not your typical sounding band. They don't sound like a lot of other mainstream bands. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I have a counter to that, but it may it may not be a counter. Hmm. Uh but I'll let you know when you feel like, yeah, what else you got? On? No, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like I said last time, I think, uh, or I keep saying last time, definitely just said it if you're listening because it's the beginning of the episode. But their lyrics, they're not trying super hard with their lyrics. Yeah. Like their lyrics are very straightforward, poppy lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do get the sense that. They're just like, this is where we're going to take swings. This is where we're going to take uh, uh, chances is in their instrumentation. And that's what I really, really enjoy. I like a lot of the chords that they use. Mm-hmm. I think they find like these really weird chords. Uh, and I like that the, the amount of instruments that they're using in their music. They got the synth. They'll like bring in like, you know, a weird sounding like not a guitar, but like a guitar or something like that. Like they'll mm-hmm. bring in a lot of weird shit to kind of fill in the sound. Yeah. I, uh, Surprisingly, to your point of they don't really have a mainstream sound, I I agree with that. But one thing, as I was listening to some of their songs, like mm-hmm. not each song, but there would be a song where I was like, "Oh, they sound like Empire of the Sun," and then like another track yes. where I was like, "Oh, they kind of sound like Vampire Weekend," and then another track was like, "Oh, they kind of sound like Temper Trap," mm-hmm. uh, which so it's not so much like and, and the thing but, that and I like very about much so that, of that time. Right, yeah, they're of that time for sure. Like all those bands those popped in alt that indie bands, yeah, two thousand eight to two thousand eighteen mm-hmm. till now. Right, I uh, they uh, yeah, so they reminded me of that, which is pretty cool because I appreciate a band that doesn't. I don't think it's fair to say they don't have one sound because that that implies that they don't know who they are. But they don't have one sound. Right. Because like, I, I, I made sure to go through every album and like you can hear the changes from album well, to album. Yeah. I listened to, so I listened to it in order of yeah, how you put it in. Absolutely. And... It jumps, right? It jumps it in. It jumps, dude. Yeah. Because like, because, all right, so the the first two tracks, Burnt so, Eye, Burnt Thumb. So different than the rest of their discography. It... I, all right, so the first two tracks, Black Eye, Bl- Burnt Thumb, mm-hmm. One String, Strong, were both from Pip Pain's. Yeah, Pip, Pip Pain and then a, a, an amount in euro. Yeah, pay the five. I, that's all I can see right 5, now. 5,000 euros you okay. owe. Sweet. Uh, these were two interesting tracks to start the playlist with because they were all instrumental. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I love a good instrumental track, mm-hmm. but waiting for, not knowing that and waiting for... <laughs> Because when you played a little bit of them for me last week, just to, I don't know if you did it on air or not, but I was like, oh, they sing. Yes. So like the first two tracks, which were instrumental, I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? Because I just was expecting a drop. So I think oh, part of the reasons that their sound changes is that I, the band members changed significantly. There's always been this one guy that's always a part of it. Okay. But that first album, it was these three guys. And so was that second album. But uh, I think in that first album, yeah, they're singing a lot less. And then you can kind of see that one of the members, uh, uh, he's the guy who sings on a lot of the tracks, the lead vocals. He starts taking a lot more creative control of the band. Mm. And is then, this their first album? Uh, Pit Pain, yeah, yeah, okay. I didn't. I liked them. I like they. They're just very different. They're than just the rest very of them. different than oh, the rest of them. So yeah. much different. And like Bur- Black Eyed Burnt Thumb reminded me of, uh, just like 
just like a, they both sound like movie soundtrack. Movie like soundtrack, this band oh, sounds like they could be in so many movies. One that's and that's what I love about. I write these songs in with I mean not I I write scenes to this music. Yeah. Because I always imagine like some of their songs you just imagine a car driving down. Yeah. Dude, yeah. The fucking highway. I mean, like they are they like one string strong is like a comedy action. Yes. Or not it doesn't even have or not even yes. like a drive. Yes. Right? Like yes. that's not comedy at all. But, but like, like how that it has the stylized yes. Yes. feel to it. Yeah. And the movie that I kind of I mean, the movie that I kind of like wrote in my head about this music is this it's like a spy movie starring Donald Glover, mm. but shot in a Wes Anderson style. Yeah, I see that. Mm-hmm. I see that. That's that's exactly what I saw, yeah. especially listening to One String yeah. Song. Where I was like, yeah, this is definitely an action movie, but it's stylized. It's stylized. Absolutely. It's a stylized Absolutely. action movie. Yeah. So I appreciated that. I appreciated that. I was worried, though, because I was like, if all this shit is about to be instrumental, it's going to be hard for me to uh, of course. I like, get that. stick in. I get that. But then The End of You 2 came, which is from their album Nights Out. Nights Out. Three, three tracks from this album. The End of You 2, Heartbreaker. A thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interview too reminded me of uh, Walking on a Dream mm-hmm. from Empire on the, yes. Empire of the Sun. Yes. Uh, so and it was really I appreciate it because like ah finally lyrics because yeah. I wanted to <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hear I wanted to hear like their music. Uh, I wonder. I mean, I know there's jazz musicians who just are instrumental. Uh, but I wonder, could like a band get away with that? Like a whole album of instrumentals? Yeah. There are so many bands that do that. Uh, who? Um, I know there are so many bands, but like, and achieve popularity is what I, is what I mean. Yeah, I, I 100% think so. Um, I'm trying to think of As someone. a first album, or you think like as like a third or fourth? Like as a. I mean, as, here's as a the thing break. though. I think you can throw. Uh, Daft Punk in that category, mostly because the way that they use vocals in a lot of their old albums, it's essentially an instrument. Yeah. Right? Like around the world, that person, it's not necessarily that person singing. Yeah. It's an instrument. They're using the voice almost as it's a part of the beat as well, right? Like around the world. Like it's like, so I think that I could definitely throw Daft Punk in that category. Who's someone that's like, uh, I don't know, the band Justice? Never heard of them. You don't remember Justice? They're, oh, let me see if I can pull this up. While you're pulling that up, I will say that I I really it's definitely a lot of techno techno stuff. I feel like could be all instrumentals. Gotcha. I really like the end of you too. Uh, I thought it was a really good song. So this is. You don't remember this track? This track was everywhere when it dropped. This is 07. Sounds like a great beginning of a movie. <laughs> oh boy, you have no idea. Just wait till this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know this. Yeah. Yeah, and that 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 album okay. is pretty much. Into, I mean, it has like a couple of vocal tracks, like you know, someone singing. But again, I don't feel like the singing is like it's not the instrumental part. It's not yeah. the uh, not instrumental. It's not the not the focus of the it's song. Not the focus of the song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the the Nights Out album 
definitely a different sound. Yes. Um, I, I didn't get poppy a ch- sound. Yeah, laid back. I didn't get a chance to like re-listen to the playlist. No worries. Uh, I, I only but, did it once through as well. Yeah, but the end of U2, I just remember liking. Here's a little bit of the end of U2. trying to wait for the lyrics to drop the lyrics takes a while to come in on this track (laughs) yeah yeah they do they do yeah they they took a little bit to come but when the lyrics do come uh it was a fun break because like you said they took a while to come so i'm expecting another instrumental so it was a really fun fun break i will tell you what my favorite song out of all of these were Mm. uh trouble from the english riviera of course that's a hit yeah, is, it, is that one of their hits? Uh, no, they don't have hits. Okay, because they're just like they're very popular in like the dance, like a uh, like techno DJ, like you know yeah. dubstep. This is like what dubstep people listen to to relax. Got it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Trouble reminded me of just like a, a chill, like temper trap style type yes. song, uh, which was. I thought it was beautiful. It's a really good song. It was a little slower, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Oh, not at all. Uh, here's a little bit of that. Let's play that. All of their songs have really long setups to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you you can even hear just like the different type of sound. Yes. Between that first song and this song, which yes. is pretty dope. So long, <laughs> so long, bro. But it's so worth it, though. That that drop yeah. when it comes is so it's really great. It's not there either. Yeah, <laughs> I heart y'all gonna have to just forgive us. <laughs> Sue us, goddamn it, Sue us. <laughs> Sue yourselves. I don't care. There it is. Bit of a beach rock vibe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you know that's what I love. I love mm-hmm. being a good beach song. Mm-hmm. I like them yeah. because it's like it's still vibing, but it's still sad shit that this nigga's talking about. Like yeah, yeah, all yeah. of their songs, he's talking about sad shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. That that one I rocked with that one super hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, has such a fun, different, like breathy mm-hmm. uh, uh, sound to it. Like, definitely, that's one that's going in my rotation uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a few, yeah. I, the thing that I liked about it. So here's the thing that I liked about it that I noticed, and I'm sure is what you like about them too, is 
because I listen to it in order, I get a taste of just like how they change over albums. Absolutely. Which I appreciate. Uh, I appreciate artists who do that. Uh, and and there are artists who do that because they grow. Mm-hmm. And they just figure out themselves or they get more confident. You know, mm-hmm. they've, they've already gotten their pop album out. So they'll fucking yeah. make their shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, there are people who do the opposite, like a Maroon Five, where their first two albums were tight. Then they got their pop. Then they got shit their pop shit, in, and now it's like, oh, trash. I enjoy making money more than I like exactly. making music. Exactly. Uh, but I don't. I don't get that from this man. I just get like, yo, whatever we feeling right now, yes, uh, is what we gonna make, yes. and that's pretty dope. Especially since you said they change up. Like the band. Oh, the members. Yeah, the members. I mean, I think it's Is pretty that by consistent design? now. I think just like, you know, people leave, they get other interests, maybe they have a bait. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people just like, they definitely started that band where they were much younger. And as it continued, I think the one of the dudes fell off and just wasn't like vibing anymore. That's interesting to me because that doesn't happen as often. That does that don't that doesn't really happen. That happens all the time. I mean, like there were other members of the Beatles first, and I, then right. and then like you know shit. Just but I there think, is a core that always kind of stays. But that together. core that you see is the core that we just we discovered as when they're big. Because once we once you hear about them, they're already big. True. But you should find like a lot of these bands, the early niggas. Like sometimes it was like the bands are like it's just three dudes practicing in the garage, and then they're all chilling, and then right. One dude's they're like, hey, we gotta go do a show. And he's like, damn, I can't do the show. I got a shift here. All right, we gonna grab this dude to come do the show. Right. Then they grab that dude, and then they go, and the manager sees him. He's like, I like this. Right. Then the nigga's like, damn, if I hadn't taken that shift, yeah. I'd be in that band. That happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, I think it's just like the nature of like, and, just, and when we hear the mythology of these people, we're just like, oh, these people like were always together. But I think that's not necessarily. That's not always, always the case. Tr- and then the ba- case. I do know bands break up and and, and get shit new like members that. and stuff like that. Yeah, and get new members and stuff. But it sounds like they almost like every album have a new uh like a new formation almost. Or was it just like those first couple? I think those first couple, like okay. they added they the by English Riviera, it's a it's almost a completely different band in that they added a girl and then they added this okay. black guy to be the bassist. Okay. And that's the picture that's I saw. The, yeah, and that's what the band is from then on. But if you watch music videos, it used to be just these three white guys. Yeah. At the top. Uh I so like this is the type of band. Like I, I'm a fan of so like with Empire of the Sun, for instance, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'll go grab like a couple of their tracks and put them in my rotation. Mm-hmm. Listening to the whole album, I'm gonna be like, this doesn't have what's the word I'm looking for? Like I'm not gonna sit down and listen to this album and front to through all the time, and right? You're not a necessarily an album guy. I'm not right? a huge album guy yeah. anyway. But I do like to listen to an album one time over to mm-hmm. pull tracks and mm-hmm. then like put them to the shuffle and yeah. put them to the playlist. I'm a playlist dude. Uh, so like this is definitely that type of that type of band for me where I'm like, all right, what's some what's some tracks I can pull from these albums and, and these albums? And, and I would albums. recommend just like skipping Pip Pain, even though I really enjoy that. I feel like you'll probably grab less tracks from that in terms yeah. of what you're looking for. And I would just go with Nights Out, English Riviera, mm-hmm. Love Letters, mm-hmm. and just pull from those. And they have another one uh, that came out a little bit later as well, but. I, those three, I think you'd probably get the most pulls from. Yeah, the English Riviera was probably my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so the out, the tracks you got from that was the Look, Trouble in the Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are probably my favorite collection of songs from a single album mm-hmm. out of this playlist. 
Uh, one thing too that I thought was fun, like when you listen to Spotify and you listen to an album all the way through, <clears throat> uh, and the album ends, or even a playlist where yeah. all the and it ends and then it like shifts over to the radio based off yes. of that. Yes. Uh, so I listened. So I had like three or four songs after this too, and I was like, oh man, these songs are dope. Yeah. So that's the mark of a band that I like to listen to. Yeah. Is once I listen to your shit, if they pull some stuff. And you're just like, I people. like some other stuff. Yeah. yeah. And that's how I got into Metronomy was because, I mean, like, Metronomy led me to all these other bands because, you know, back in the day, you didn't have Spotify. You had Pandora. Mm-hmm. And uh, I forgot the name of the other one that was only on PlayStation. But it was like Pandora where you would just play their radio. And yeah. then I discovered a lot of other bands. So I discovered Odessa a lot of bands. and stuff like that. And uh, Mike, Mike Snow. Not Mike Snow. Is it Mike Snow? I think it's Mike Snow. It's like those sweet, that Swedish band. Mm. Uh, but I discovered other people because of Metronomy. Yeah. I think that's dope, dude. Like, I that's I would probably, Snow. if, uh, you know, out of five mics, I would give them probably a solid three and a half with Trouble. And, like, some of their track, like, some of their tracks, like, bumping into a full four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that, like, took me out of it is... Not even took me out of it, but I was like, all right, all right, that was a good song, but I never had to listen to it again, is it is a lot of instrumental. Yeah. And I do like a good instrumental, but I also like you the like, song. Like, <laughs> like, I like the I'm song. I'm very aware, and uh, we're going to talk about it when we get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like the song. So, like, if you set up, like, a good song, I love just hearing, like, the full song that yeah. you set up, right? And even with Trouble a little bit, like... The setup at the top was beautiful. The fucking, once they came in with the lyrics and the bridge and the chorus yeah. was beautiful. But then the last like minute and a half it's of that just song was just yeah. instrumental, yeah, right? Uh, and that becomes a little one note, like for me, if it's like mm-hmm. over and over and over, which mm-hmm. is, an un- is unfair because this is a playlist mm-hmm. um, and not like an album. But that, mm-hmm. I mean, that is true. Of the, like they love instrumentals. They love yeah. instrumental breaks. And that's why I said, like, I think a lot of like dubstep audience of people like that, that's who I would listen to it with a lot was I had a lot of friends in college that were really into like going to those festivals like electric yeah date whatever that one is in Vegas and they went to a lot of that kind of shit and would listen to a lot of that they would go raving all the time and then when we were smoking when I I would smoke weed with those guys and mm. we would listen to this yeah I was gonna say this doesn't I can see this having a little bit of that uh you know the the, oh, the this EDM is weed. style oh this is weed smoking music it's chill, especially like a trouble mm-hmm. or oh. like a heartbreaker oh yeah uh like those definitely have just like a little bit more of a you know, let's just chill out chill out let's kick enjoy. back let's yeah. kick back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, the one thing I do love about them is they are very, I call movie ready. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, like I, once I can sit down, I'm writing that Donald Glover spy movie. To, to what song? To, what, give me three songs that you would write it to. Uh, from them? Yeah. It's probably, you would probably just use one. But if you had three. Oh, no, I want to use so many of them. Dope. Well, one of them isn't on this playlist, but okay. I want to start. The movie with this one, which is like the truly the definition of what you don't like about this band. But (laughs) 
This has like a uh, like a Sin City mm. vibe to me, which is dope. But I just like see a slow camera yeah. like pushing on like yeah. you know, and I like it. I definitely like a very it. still like see maybe like a room full of like bodies and like you just it's see specific. one nigga just like being like fuck what happened last night kind of yeah. like just a slow pushing kind of yeah. shit on that. That shit is dope. Like I, I do appreciate that. I appreciate that it is specific and one off. Mm-hmm. And by one off, I mean like I would associate it with a scene like that. Yeah, and be like, oh, that makes that scene dope as shit. Mm-hmm. I can watch that scene mm-hmm. over and over and yeah. over. Yeah, it fucking fits so beautifully. Uh, yeah, dude, I like it. I like it. I like. I put a few of their tracks into the rotation. Trouble, Heartbreaker, uh, End of You Two. Love Letters was good. Love Letters is definitely one I'm using in a movie. Yeah, Love Letters uh, a trailer, is really good. A trailer for a movie because it's yeah. just that song goes. Yeah, Love Letter was good. Yo, also listen. very long instrumental opening. Yeah, All the, now now that you say it, I'm realizing that most of them, <laughs> <laughs> most of them it. do. Yeah, uh, dope. Yo, if you've never heard of metronome, uh, metronomy. It could also be metronomy. I think some people in England pronounce it metronomy. Let us know. If you know who metronomy or metronomy is, let us know how. Send us the phonetic spelling of it. Let us know if you like some of their tracks. Go listen to it. Here it is one more time for you. The playlist Edgar sent me. Black Black Eye Burn Thumb, One String Strong, The End of You Two, Heartbreaker, A Thing For Me, On Dance Floors, The Look, Trouble, The Bay, I'm Aquarius, Love Letters, Never want it. Metronomy. We'll be back to talk about Jason Mraz. We back. We back. We back. We back. Coach Kings, Jack Keys, Edgar. All right, let's talk. Let's talk about Jason Mraz. Jaquise. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised that you picked Jason Mraz. Okay. And it wasn't until we got here when you started talking about your thought process, I was like, damn, this nigga picked Jason Mraz. Now, I'll give you full <laughs> disclosure. I went into this being like, I don't like this nigga. We've already discussed it. Mm. Uh, that's not to say that I didn't like any of the tracks on this. Mm. Uh, but... Very much so. Uh, not Jason Mraz is not an artist that I would seek out on mm-hmm. my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I did not notice about him is he's very much so influenced by Michael Jackson, which I was just like, maybe that's what Jaquise fucks with this nigga. It's like you can definitely tell that he is someone who very much so likes how people performed in the 80s mm-hmm. and in the like late 70s and stuff like that. Like he... Mm-hmm. Very clearly is a vocal performer, which I don't think a lot of people give him credit for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you he can, can sing. Yeah. He has a really great Absolutely. voice. Which, like, you know, isn't a prerequisite in pop music anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you have Tyler, the creator, you know, getting a number one album with probably one of the worst singing voices in the world. <laughs> and I love it. But the fact that he can sing is something that I don't think a lot of people give him credit for because I'm Yours is so simplistic mm-hmm. that he's not really like belting on or anything like that but it was a couple of these tracks where I was just like this nigga can sing like yeah. he definitely can sing yeah 
It's uh, it's so funny too because I did uh, punch up the jam with "I'm Yours" and it sounds simplistic, but when they break it down, oh, like yeah. even Demi oh, was like, course. "This dude can fucking because he just plays with like yeah. music very well with his voice." Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, 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 and that's what I think is the most interesting thing about the, his music is his voice, and not only his own voice, but other people's voices that he brings in. Mm-hmm. He loves backup singers. A mm-hmm. lot of these tracks had backup singers on it, and that's something I really enjoyed. But for me, mm-hmm. what I did not like about him is all of his themes in his music were very, very similar to me in mm-hmm. that at times I had to look and be like, am I listening to this song again? This nigga loves to be happy and he loves to be in love. <laughs> and, yeah, and I want to say beautiful things. 10 out of the 11 tracks that you sent me, maybe, uh, uh, or maybe not 10, I'll say 9 out of the 11 tracks that you sent me mm-hmm. were all about him being happy or in love. <laughs> you don't fuck with that <laughs> it's not that I don't fuck with that I was just like come on nigga throw a minor chord in there like one time like yeah. you know what I mean like uh, but so let's let, let, let me let me talk about it um, the, one of my, the freedom song was a song where I was just like this does not sound like how I think Jason Mraz should sound yeah this freedom is, song is one of my favorites yeah and, and that was one where I was just like okay I get why Jaquise likes this like I, I get that this is a uh, it is just it moves like like mm-hmm. it's definitely one where if you were to see it live you'd be like oh I'm very very into this mm-hmm. and it it that song is from his album uh, Love is a Four Letter Word and it opens the <laughs> it opens the fucking like CD yeah which is dope uh, because that was also the next album after the one I'm Yours came off of yes which was his Grammy winning album mm-hmm. had all the pop shit so for him to like open up a new album of course like with that was like oh shit was like a Congo drum in the back and yeah. shit like that like yeah, yeah it, it definitely a departure from the rest of his sound but the nigga's still talking about being happy and shit in it <laughs> <laughs> again I'm not saying that his instrumentation isn't varied I just think it's just like come on bro like you got this nice you beat. want some sadness talk about something else <laughs> not even sadness just like talk about something different like just be like I went to Africa and it was a great time like I even that, I had a couple on there where I was if we would've went the full 18 that's where the rest of uh, like back to earth or some shit I would've put some other shit in there yeah uh that definitely had some some variance of not just talking about happiness and love or heartbreak. Yeah, because he does that. have a couple of heartbreak ones. Yeah, uh, I would say that my favorite tracks out of this one, I only had two, uh, was "I Won't Give Up" and mm-hmm. "A Beautiful Mess." Mm-hmm. I won't give up. Uh, I've heard the uh, the single version of cor- of course because you know mm-hmm. I've been to a wedding before. <laughs> uh, but- it's not a wedding song. <laughs> You've been to like a coffee shop. No, it's definitely a wedding song. I guess so. I've seen people sing it at weddings. Which is so weird because it's about like, our shit is broken, but I won't give up. Yeah, that's such, beautiful. That's so weird to sing at a that's list. Not, that's not a weird thing to sing at a wedding. I mean, if you're going into your wedding being like, everything's going to be perfect, then I don't know. I Won't Give Up is a, a, a one of my favorite songs of him because I feel like it's the most realistic songs of his yeah. in that this shit is hard, but I'm not giving up. Yeah. And that's what a wedding... These Listen, niggas I say, love the song. These niggas literally in their vows talk about all the bad shit that can happen in the and wedding. Death till death do it in sickness. In or sickness or in health. They're saying yeah. this shit could get bad, but I'm gonna go for it. Of course yeah. it's a wedding song. Right. It's weird. It's weird. It's a weird wedding song. I don't think it's weird. I think I think it's beautiful though. That's what I'm saying. That's why I've heard it. I've heard people sing it. One of the people I heard sing it 
Dwayne Canada Gonzalez, mm-hmm. and so when hearing that, I was like, "Oh, this this brings back a little bit of nostalgia," mm-hmm. and I think it's just like a really, really well put together song. That bridge fucking goes when yeah. he's like, and then I also gave you the demo version. That's what I was saying, and I like the demo version so much that I was just like, "You should have released this. You should not have released the single because you know the single is a lot. There's a lot more in it. I think it's an orchestra." backing or something like that uh, it's it's a little it's it's not it's a little uh more more diluted and tamed it's it's not as big as this one has more in it actually mm. um i and, felt like this one was stripped down in comparison to what i've heard uh it's stripped the maybe instrument maybe instruments are stripped down mm-hmm. but the way he rides on the song is yeah. a lot more involved than like the straight through he does in the regular sing like the single yeah. is very straightforward mm-hmm. and this one he's like playing with his vocals a little that's bit that's what i liked about this one yeah. yeah but i i think like I, I i prefer the stripped down in terms of instrumentation yeah uh just because it makes it sound like you know he has like an acapella part in it where it's no instruments and he's just singing it. And I was like, oh, I really fuck with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if we're going to talk about a song that I don't fuck with, mm-hmm. uh, Jaquise, I would give all the money in the world. I would literally trade <laughs> your future children to never hear the song Butterfly ever again. <laughs> and, I love Butterfly. And I knew it when I started listening to this. I was like, I hate this song, but I know Jaquise likes it. And what's even scarier to me, actually, I'm going to play this song so you guys can hear it. And I'm going to tell you what thought went into my mind when I heard this song and how much I disliked it, but this. <laughs> Love it. I want you to hear what this nigga's fucking saying, bro. It's fucking it's disgusting. Nasty. <laughs> it's nasty. Taking a moment, just imagining that I'm dancing with you. <laughs> Look at your face. I'm your pole wearing is your shoe. You got so you know what to do to turn me on until I write a song about you. <laughs> yeah, what made me mad about that song is I was like, Jaquise plays this shit when he's having sex. <laughs> I don't. It's too fast. It's too fast. <laughs> I'm like, Jaquise, Jaquise, what? Jaquise is trying to be sexy. He puts this song. I don't. It's too fast. The, the music it, it I put on, fuck, I can't anymore. This nigga said, I imagine that. I'm wearing no clothes. I'm your pole and you're just wearing your shoes. <laughs> Yo, I wish I could have took a picture of your face. You look like you look like a 11 year old like listening to sex for the first time. <laughs> I did not. I do not like that song, bro. I hate that song. I think another lyric that he says later on is like, "Let me lick your bottom lip." <laughs> It's too specific. Uh, <laughs> Let me lick your bottom lip. That's very funny. And then butterfly, I think, is a metaphor That's for right. vagina. Yeah. Right? He's like, and then I'll make my way down to your butterfly. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, Jason Mraz. That's no. so funny, dude. It's, especially because, you know, he has sex with that hat on. So. <laughs> So I'm just picturing uh, that the whole time. That's so funny. What'd you think of uh, the end of Did You Get My Message? Because uh, I love the way it just changes to a, yes. pretty much a different song. It does. Uh, it has a little bit of like a, a Ben Harper-ish yes. type like feel to it. So what I was going to say is I did, once I got past Plane, which I'm not a fan of as well. Oh, I love Plane. Do not like Plane. I love uh, Plane just because like, he says, it's, it's the first time I was like, 
damn, this nigga can sing. Well, here's why you said damn. It's because that nigga says damn every other lyric in that song. <laughs> <laughs> he go, he's like, you can miss me, damn. I'm like, yo, chill the fuck out, bro. <laughs> he says that, damn so many times in that Mr. song. Mr. A to Z, which was his second album, uh, he, he it, like, I think they threw like a parental advisory sticker on it too. Because uh, he said damn so many times? No, he, he curses quite a bit in a lot of his shit. Um, and, but that was the first time he had like, done that yeah like because waiting for my rocket which is the song like remedy came off of and shit was very like hey i'm a coffee shop singer yeah. uh and mr a to z was like no nah, i can do more shit too. yes um yes. yeah yes which i mean i'm i mean i felt like playing yeah it is more shit like he's he's maybe he's cussing a little bit but i don't know if he ever for me jakees escapes that coffee shop sound for me i, I think he's pretty <laughs> consistent in that sound uh, I don't think. I mean, yeah, maybe. I think I think he does just because I listen to more of his shit, probably. But I also don't think he like, necessarily uh, is running from. Not no, running that's what I'm saying. I don't I think, think he's he very to. comfortable where yeah, he is. He's comfortable in yeah. that I'm not, because I, he can actually. Like I think because he knows. Like if oh, I wanted I can, to, I could. I could. Right. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite tracks on this. That I gave you. I, I like a lot of Freedom Song is I love Freedom Song. Uh five six. Yes. I enjoyed five six. Like, like I was saying, after playing those last tracks, except for the one that you repeated for some reason. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm, I just put a, the wrong track on there. Um Clock I think watching. It's 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 it, it, I like the latter half of it way more than I mm. liked the top the half. Top half. Although you say you liked a beautiful mess. I like a beautiful mess. Beautiful mess is beautiful. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know me. I listen to like a lot of sad shit, a lot of calm shit, a lot of quiet shit, a lot of Bon Iver and all that. And so, beautiful mess definitely has that. Exactly. And that's what I I was like. Okay, I like this. It doesn't necessarily have the same poetry in the lyrics. In that, like, you know, something that can be annoying with Bon Iver sometimes is like he was like, "What is this nigga talking about?" Mm -hmm. Because what I think he does is he literally like writes a story and then replaces words and like makes them like these like very weird metaphors where you're just like I guess he's talking about his mom I don't know what he's saying and Mraz is a little bit more straightforward but the instrumentation is very similar and like Mm -hmm. how calm and serene it is and I really enjoyed that yeah I just like for me I just don't know if that nigga's taking that much risk but also he doesn't have to like he's making the music that he wants to make yeah and, I, and I mean, i'm okay with that i'm like yo bro go do you I, I went to a concert of his and like one thing that i love that he said in the concert when he was just talking about like if i'm gonna make another album or not he was just like i don't know what it'll be it'll be whatever i'm just feeling at the time yeah and i fucking love that. <laughs> i love yeah. that dude. and that's that's it's like if it's gonna be is. melancholy then it'll be melancholy mm-hmm. if it'll be upbeat it'll be upbeat. upbeat whatever the fuck i'm feeling at the time i'll make it uh, one of my favorite lines in like a song that he's made, just cause like the first time I heard it, it hit me like, damn, uh, was from five, six when he says, uh, don't dress up your children like dolls from your past. Mm-hmm. You remember that line? Yeah. Uh, or Which they'll is- run from you madly, never look back. The, uh, man, that shit was. It, it's all interesting to me, but I, I still just feel like. I wanted him to take more risk in terms of instrumentation okay. and in terms of like, like. Well, let me ask you this then, please. When when you say that, and I think that's I think that's fair. Um, but 
Like he's not a band though. So yeah, but he's an artist still. But yeah, right, right, right. So, but but like his 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 thing is mm-hmm. as far as instrumentation goes, like that's he mostly does it just with like song and voice and shit like sure. that. Sure, but you can take risk in that too. Like I mean, like I, I like I, I don't think he like I don't think saying that he's not a full band excuses him of that. Neither neither is Justin Vernon and Bon Iver is still Bon Iver. Like you know what I mean? Like, right. So I think that for me, I'm just like, yo, man, like, try this song with just you and the guitar. And which I know he has songs like that are like, try this song with like a, a a kind of like maybe like a rhythm that I wouldn't like. That's what that's what I'm asking for. Is just like, I feel take that. me one step further from what you're giving me. Well, the one thing I do like about Jason Mraz is like a lot of his songs, he puts out like a second album of them. Yes. That's like acoustics. Exactly. Exactly. And those are the ones that I prefer. I prefer him live. Like, I'm yours. I can't listen to the regular version of that But you know when he goes live with it, he's fucking with it. It's great. That's what I'm saying. Bring that to... uh, And I know know he's not the only person who's guilty of that. Maroon 5. I bet you if you watch Maroon 5 live right now, Mm -hmm. it's probably a great fucking time. Yeah, I've they're seen not, them live twice. Those yeah. first two albums, it's great. Even now, like I think that they'd probably be great because you know they're not doing this like pop. Like I'm pretty sure Move Like Jagger, even though that song is trash, mm-hmm. them doing it live, they're probably taking more risk and having more fun with it. Yeah, than they are in the track. Like I, that, that's the thing that I kind of bothers me with like a lot of, and I don't think Mraz is mainstream at all, uh, but he is like easy listening. Uh, I definitely think that he's mainstream enough. Yeah, and I think that like sometimes what bothers me with some of those bands is just like, man, I know y'all niggas is just. I know that when y'all live, y'all like, man, let's fucking have fun with this. Let's go wild with it, and I'm like, yeah, put that energy in the album too. I mean, well, Metallica checks cut. Metallica, I think Metallica, the lead man of Metallica, which his name is, who is it again? Uh, Whatever, but he's even said like. Yo, we make CDs to go to concert. Yeah. We don't give a shit about the album. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. we make songs so we can perform them. Absolutely. And, uh, you can, and, and that's so clear in how Mraz, in Mraz's work is like, you like, you want to play in lounges for the rest of your life. Right. I mean, the... the and not in like a diss way, but like, no, that's... No, me. He, that, like, when I heard Freedom Song, I'm like, man, this nigga wants to like, play live for the rest of his fucking life. That would be a very fun song to hear live. If you had the full accompaniment course, like bro. the fucking horns That's and what shit. he wants. Ooh, like, and you so can cool. hear it in the song. It was like, it's the same thing with Bruno. Yeah. You can see it like you're just like, you give no shits about these. You just want to fucking dance and you be live. You just want to dance and be live. I want to play it. I want to play the top of Freedom Song. Dog, it goes. It goes. Just I'm not even going to front and say it doesn't go. To get to that drop is pretty dope. I picture something It's beautiful It's full of So like at the top of this You're just like Oh this is a pretty Straightforward Moran song But you like No it's I mean It drops It hard. drops Yeah It makes me feel calm The first drop is The ad of the backups Ooh, I love that shit I love that this shit. This nigga needs to stop singing about feeling good, feeling happy. Like, <laughs> imagine we just like police brutality, police brutality. Like in the <laughs> this nigga's always talking about feeling good, bro. Here's the third drop. I fucks with that. Hard. That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, yeah. I, you, you can hear it. Like you just like this nigga wants to play live. Yeah, go do that. But. This song, he's taking risk. He's like changing things up. That's why I fuck with that song. Yeah. But I'm not gonna fuck with a song like 
butterfly where I'm just like, you know, dude, you're just being like, all right, sex song. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you might as well just say sex song and then go sing that song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all fair. That's all fair. Uh, what's your what was your favorite one out of out of all the? I'd, I'd say uh, uh, um, freedom. It's a tie between freedom uh, and um, I won't give up demo. Mm. Uh, definitely that. I'm still giving this nigga three microphones though, because you're not gonna say he's not talented. Yeah, you're not gonna say that he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Like, he clearly does. Mm. He clearly has a style. He clearly has like you know. He's doing what he wants to do, and I think that it's very clear that this nigga just wants to play shows live yeah. for the rest of his life. He just likes to play music, man. I, yeah. I love I love a lot of his live tracks. Like he releases quite a bit of. There's like fourteen versions of "I'm Yours." Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Fourteen versions of like whenever he has an album out, he also releases like. Uh, like a backyard studio session, yes, of it, or absolutely. the acoustic version. He loves of playing it. music now, yeah. and again. The other side of like taking instrument, like being risky and doing all this weird shit is that shit is very hard to replicate live mm. and it don't sound the same. Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember when I saw James Blake, this, this man was just like, yo, if you talking right now, you need to shut the fuck up. We didn't say it like that, but he was like, you have no idea how hard it is for me to make this shit sound the way that it sounds. Right. In the studio, when right. I like have the computer, I'm doing all this weird shit live. Like it takes a lot of work. Right. And. The other flip side of that is that because Moraz is just laying down his basic track, it's easier for him to, you know, not to easier, out. but he can have more fun. Yeah, he and, more he's fun. not like trying to rep. He's like, oh, how do I make my voice sound like that? He doesn't have to do all that. He's like, man, let's fucking go for it because he's laid right. down the basic work. Would you say like, and before anybody comes at me, I'm not comparing these two people at all, mm-hmm. but it's just the first artist that popped in my head somebody like a Beyonce right mm-hmm. <clears throat> where they make music even though they have a fucking team although she has like a fucking classroom full of people making songs for her but like that have different that that take a little bit more risks but then also can still go to concert and change the song up still or do you think like that those aren't close who Beyonce Mraz? No, not not Beyonce Mraz, but like her CD versions and her like live performances. Oh no, she as goes for lives. But like, uh, I think that like for me, like I think Beyonce and Mraz are in the same category for me because they're. I put. I mean, I think Mraz is definitely a singer songwriter, but I value them more as performers than I value them as lyricists or anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, our composers, like yeah. you know, they're performers and they're great performers. Yeah. I will say the Mraz concert I went to was at the Pantages, which was a very weird venue to see a concert of course, at. Because it's, it's, it's a fucking Broadway theater, Broadway theater house. Uh, although music does go there or course, live comedy and course. shit, but it was a it was a just a, I I always say it's not the best concert I've been to, but it was one of the best nights of live music I've been to. Of course, I and get people that. like never get what I'm saying by that, but I feel like you know. What I know I'm exactly saying what you're saying, and that. that's why I say yeah. he's, he's a performer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Of course, you're gonna be like, damn, this live. It's the same thing. I fucking hated Bruno Mars until I saw that Super Bowl halftime show. Did you? And then when yeah, I saw you did, that Super Bowl, actually. I remember. Yeah. And then when I saw that Super Bowl halftime show, I said, this nigga might be one of the greatest performers I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you a new appreciation for him. Absolutely. Yeah. Fair enough. Three mics for Jason Mraz. Three and a half for Metronomy. Here's a track list one more time for Jason Mraz. Oh, yeah. Love Someone, Hello You Beautiful Thing, the Freedom Song, I Won't Give Up, the demo version, Butterfly, A Beautiful Mess, Plane, 
clock watching. Did you get my message? Hello, you beautiful thing. Shine and five six. Mm-hmm. I just want. I wish I could have took a video of your face listening to Butterfly. That's truly it was one of the worst sonics joyful. you've ever heard. <laughs> it was joyful. I hope you guys enjoyed this because it's time for us to vacate the premises and record another episode that you're going to hear later this week. But it feels good to be back in studio, back looking at the Broadway Hollywood sign. We should start We should start opening uh, shows like coming That's to like, you live from Hollywood. I mean, it's true. Because <laughs> we are truly coming. <laughs> we are very close to where like a lot of those old radio like yeah. Hollywood, whenever oh, yeah. yeah, we're in literally the, around the corner. Yeah, it's Hollywood see. and Vine. Yeah, we're right down the street from Capitol Records. It's dope. It's pretty dope. Pretty fucking dope. Edgar is still nips out summer. It's hot, man. It's a hundred degrees. I, I don't fuck with it, man. I don't fuck with it at all. I fucking you don't fuck with ha- the I heat. don't fucking hate it. Get get me back to winter, baby. I I can't even. I don't know what to wear. I mean, well, we we are we are getting in. It's gonna be soon. Tone up fall. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and and preparation for six pack winter. <laughs> <laughs> Go to tpublic.com slash culture kings, get your hot, hot merch. After Keith Neal on all social media. <laughs> At Awful Graham on the gram, Edgar Montplazier on the Twitter. Before we go, uh, I just want to give pretty dope congratulations and just say if y'all not listening to the wokest you need to oh that's too bad uh, you got a pretty fucking dope shout out from Wyatt Sinak mm-hmm. which is dope dude I know you like him uh you watched the show so to get that shout out I was very happy for you oh, I know yeah, you were man. fucking happy I was fucking losing I mean it's, it was wild cause it was like I was just like going through my not- like you know just going through my notifications on Twitter I'm addicted to social media and I was just like what the fuck? <laughs> Why snack? And I was I literally looked to say, like, did I tag him? Like I was like, Yeah. What fucking happened? What fucking like, prompted him to say that? Yeah, it's I don't just, know where, bro. He just show. found the show. Yeah. He so found the show. He so. found the show and liked it. And again, he's one of my comedy heroes, you know. Yeah. Daily show, fucking King of King of the Hill. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And That's his dope. show, Problem Areas, which I think is a fantastic show. Got canceled. Very sad it got sad. canceled. But the first two seasons still very worth watching, because like I said in my tweet back to him. Uh, he's not focusing on just the issues. He's also just like, what are some solutions that we can try for some of these issues? So, mm-hmm. first one is about uh, policing, and the second one is about education. First season is about policing. Second season is about education. I think everyone should watch them. Love it, fucking love it. Congrats, dude. Hey, if you're not listening? Go listen to it. The wokest get that Stitcher Premium. The is that still going? The promo code? The yeah, wokest, wokest, wokest. Free month. It's August now. Then, like said, I said, I said, wait till August. Hop on that free month. Go do and it. Go listen to all of them. Last episode comes out uh, in two weeks. Go do it. Go do it. This listen is to the all time. of them. Yeah. This is the fucking time at Culture Kings Pod on everything. Hey, we gave you enough music. Fuck a deep cut. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>